Today is the 29th of July, 2019. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. It's a bit cold and manky and drizzly outside here in West Yorkshire. I hope that wherever you are, you're having a lovely day. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. And if you're joining us for the first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern of prayer, scripture and music. So having explained how it all works, let's get started on today's leg of walking the way with our opening prayer, shall we? Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for your word greatest and most glorious of all that comes to our human life. Every day we want to find more joy in your help, in what you are doing for us. Again and again we feel and rejoice in the new help, new strength, and new courage for life given by your word. We seek and seek to find Jesus, the eternal life. He will surely come to establish your kingdom, so praise be to your name, eternal, glorious, almighty God. Be with us, poor, lowly people. Strengthen us in spirit and enable us to persevere until everything is fulfilled that is promised by your word. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music to give us time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Bible readings, Solomon asked for wisdom. And Jesus is baptized by John the Baptist. We'll see you on the other side. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. 
Loving God, inspire us to read your scriptures and to meditate upon them day and night. We beg you to give us real understanding of what we read, that we may in turn turn its precepts into practice. Father, we know that understanding and good intentions are worthless unless they're rooted in your graceful love. So we ask that the words of Scripture may also be not just signs on a page, but channels of grace into our heart. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the Holman Christian Standard Bible, and we're beginning with 1 Kings 3. Solomon made an alliance with Pharaoh, king of Egypt, by marrying Pharaoh's daughter. Solomon bought her to live in the city of David until he had finished building his palace, the Lord's temple, and the walls surrounding Jerusalem. However, the people were sacrificing on the high places, because until that time, a temple for the Lord's name had not been built. Solomon loved the Lord by walking in the statutes of his father David, but he also sacrificed and burned incense on the high places. The king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there because it was the most famous high place. He offered a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream at night. God said, Ask, what should I give you? And Solomon replied, You have shown great and faithful love to your servant, my father David, because he walked before you in faithfulness, righteousness, and integrity. You have continued this great and faithful love for him by giving him a son to sit on the throne as it is today. Lord my God, you have now made your servant king in my David's place, yet I am just a youth with no experience in leadership. Your servant is among your people you have chosen, a people too numerous to be counted or numbered. Give your servant an obedient heart to judge your people, and to discern between good and evil, for who is able to judge this great people of yours? Now it pleased the Lord that Solomon had requested this, so God said to him, Because you have requested this, and did not ask for long life or riches for yourself, or the death of your enemies, but you asked discernment for yourself to understand justice, I will therefore do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and understanding heart so that there has never been anyone like you before and never will be again. In addition, I will give you what you did not ask for, both riches and honor, so that no man in any kingdom will be your equal during your entire life. If you walk in my ways and keep my statutes and commands just as your father David did, I will give you a long life. Then Solomon woke up and realized it had been a dream. He went to Jerusalem, stood before the Ark of the Lord's Covenant, and offered burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. Then he held a feast for all his servants. Then two women who were prostitutes came to the king and stood before him. One woman said, Please, my lord, this woman and I live in the same house, and I had a baby while she was in the house. On the third day after I gave birth, she also had a baby and we were alone. No one else was with us in the house. Just the two of us were there. During the night, this woman's son died because she lay on him. She got up in the middle of the night and took my son from my side while your servant was asleep. She laid him at her breast, and she put her dead son in my arms. When I got up in the morning to nurse my son, I discovered he was dead. That morning when I looked closely at him, I realized that he was not the son I gave birth to. No, the other woman said, my son is the living one, your son is the dead one. The first woman said, 
No, your son is the dead one. My son is the living one. So they argued before the king. The king replied, This woman says, This this is my son who is alive, and your son is dead. But that woman says, No, your son is dead, and my son is alive. The king continued, Bring me a sword. So they brought a sword to the king. Solomon said, Cut the living boy in two, and give half to one and half to the other. The woman whose son was alive spoke to the king because she felt great compassion for her son. My lord, give her the living baby, she said, but please don't have him killed. The other one said, He will not be mine or yours. Cut him in two. The king responded, Give the living baby to the first woman, and don't kill him. She is his mother. All Israel heard about the judgment the king had given, and they stood in awe of the king because they saw God's wisdom was in him to carry out justice. 2 Chronicles 5 So all the work Solomon did for the Lord's temple was completed. Then Solomon bought the consecrated things of his father David, the silver, the gold, and all the utensils, and put them in the treasuries of God's temple. At that time, Solomon assembled at Jerusalem the elders of Israel, all the tribal heads, the ancestral chief of the Israelites, in order to bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord up to the city of David, that is Zion. So all the men of Israel were assembled in the king's presence at the festival. This was in the seventh month. All the elders of Israel came, and the Levites picked up the ark. They brought up the ark, the tent of meetings, and the holy utensils that were in the tent. The priests and the Levites brought them up. King Solomon and the entire congregation of Israel who had gathered around him were in front of the ark sacrificing sheep and cattle that could not be counted or numbered because there were so many. The priests brought the Ark of the Lord's Covenant to its place, into the inner sanctuary of the temple, to the most holy place, beneath the wings of the cherubim. And the cherubim spread their wings over the place of the Ark, so that the cherubim formed a cover above the Ark and its poles. Their poles were so long that their ends were seen from the holy place, in front of the inner sanctuary, but they were not seen from outside. They are there to this very day. Nothing was in the ark except the two tablets that Moses had put in it at Horeb, where the Lord had made a covenant with the Israelites when they came out of Egypt. Now all the priests who were present had consecrated themselves regardless of their divisions. When the priests came out of the holy place, the Levitical singers dressed in fine linen and carrying cymbals, harps and lyres were standing east of the altar, and with them were priests blowing trumpets. The Levitical singers were descendants from Asaph, Haman, and Jeduthun and their sons and their relatives. The trumpeters and singers joined together to praise and thank the Lord with one voice. They raised their voices, accompanied by trumpets, cymbals, and musical instruments in praise to the Lord. For He is good. His faithful love endures forever. The temple, the Lord's temple, was filled with a cloud, and because of the cloud the priests were not able to continue ministering, for the glory of the Lord filled God's temple. Matthew 3 In those days John the Baptist came, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent, because the kingdom of God has drawn near. For he is the one spoken of through the prophet Isaiah, who said, A voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord, make his path straight. John himself had a camel hair garment with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then people from Jerusalem, all Judea, and all the the vicinity of the Jordan were flocking to him, 
and they were baptized by him in the Jordan River as they confessed their sins. When he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to that place of his baptism, he said to them, Brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Therefore produce fruit consistent with repentance, and don't presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that God is able to raise up children from Abraham from these stones. Even now the axe is ready to strike the root of the trees. Therefore every tree that doesn't produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but the one who is coming after me is more powerful than I. I am not worthy to remove his sandals. He himself will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing shovel is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn but the chaff he will burn with fire that does not go out. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. But John tried to stop him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and yet you come to me. Jesus answered him, Allow it for now, because this is the way for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him to be baptized. After Jesus was baptized, he went up immediately from the water, The heavens suddenly opened for him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming down on him. And there was a voice from heaven. This is my beloved Son. I take delight in him. Ecclesiastes 2 I say to myself, go ahead. I will test you with pleasure. Enjoy what is good. But it turned out to be futile. I said about laughter, it is madness, and about pleasure, what does this accomplish? I explored with my mind how to let my body enjoy life with wine and how to grasp folly, my mind still guiding me with wisdom until I could see what is good for people to do under heaven during the few days of their lives. I increased my achievements. I built houses and planted vineyards for myself. I made gardens and parks for myself and planted every kind of fruit tree in them. I constructed reservoirs of water for myself from which to irrigate a grove of nourishing trees. I acquired male and female servants, and had slaves who were born in my house. I also owned many herds of cattle and flocks, more than all who were before me in Jerusalem. I amassed silver and gold for myself, and the treasures of kings and provinces. I gathered male and female singers for myself, and many concubines, the delight of men. So I became great, and surpassed all who were before me in Jerusalem. My wisdom also remained with me. All that my eyes desired, I did not deny them. I did not refuse myself any pleasure, for I took pleasure in all my struggles. This was my reward for all my struggles. When I considered all that I had accomplished, and what I had laboured to achieve, I found everything to be futile, and a pursuit of the wind. There is nothing to be gained under the sun. Then I turned to consider wisdom, madness, and folly. For what will the man be like who comes after the king? He will do what has already been done. And I realize there is no advantage to wisdom over folly like the advantage of light over darkness. The wise man has eyes in his head, but the fool walks in darkness. Yet I also knew that one fate comes to them both. So I said to myself, What happens to the fool will also happen to me. Why then have I been overly wise? And I said to myself that this is also futile. For just like the fool, there is no lasting remembrance of the wise man, 
since in the days to come both will be forgotten. How is it that the wise man dies just like the fool? Therefore I hated life, because the work that was done under the sun was distressing to me, for everything is futile and a pursuit of the wind. I hated all my work that I laboured at under the sun, because I must leave it to the man who comes after me, and who knows whether he will be a wise man or a fool. Yet he will take over all my work that I labelled at skilfully under the sun. This, too, is futile. So I began to give myself over to despair concerning all my work that I had laboured at under the sun. When there is a man whose work is done with wisdom, knowledge, and skill, and he must give his portion to a man who has not worked for it, this, too, is futile and a great wrong. For what does a man get with all his work and all his effort that he labours at under the sun? For all his days are filled with grief, and his occupation is sorrowful even at night. His mind does not rest. This too is futile. There is nothing better for man than to eat, drink, and enjoy his work. I have seen that even this is from God's hand, because who can eat and who can enjoy apart from him? For to the man who is pleasing in his sight, he gives wisdom, knowledge, and joy. But to the sinner he gives the task of gathering and accumulating in order to give to the one who is pleasing in God's sight. This too is futile, and a pursuit of the wind. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after music we'll say our prayers for the day, and the time of the year. Before we say our prayers for the day and the time of the year, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray with you, then please drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email. 
check the show notes. There's links in the show notes for all the contact details. And if you follow the links, they'll take you to wherever you need to go. Just today, can we remember Paul and Steph? They're a couple who are married, who are really struggling at the moment. And I was approached by someone at my one of my churches who asked me if we can remember to pray for them today. So if we can remember Paul and Steph. Let's pray, shall we? God of transforming grace. As creator, your imagination brings all things into being. As redeemer, you offer in Jesus a transformed life of discipleship. As spirit, you make all one and give the gift of vision. We are your people who long to be transformed so that our world may know its true destiny in your love, peace and justice. Help us to find you always alongside us and to hear your call to be your people sharing in your work of transformation. Amen. And our prayer for the time of the year. You could have given up on the world, left us God-forsaken, abandoned to darkness and despair. Lord, you could have shut your eyes to our groaning, your ears to our bleeding, your heart to our tears. You could have left us to live with our choices, our death-dealing, our cries of crucify him, but you are the great lover, the caring creator, the good shepherd, the mighty saviour. In Jesus you entered our darkness, walking among us with words of love, breathing forgiveness, defeating our demons with arms wide in embrace. You live among us by your Spirit. You are God infinitely close. This world is the new heaven, your home among us and we can never be the same again. Amen. And we say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. And if you want to partner with Walking the Way, please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. And if you're in, the, in America, I believe, radio.com. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way.